Some people look at a poor, crime-ridden neighborhood and say there's no hope. Others roll up their sleeves and get to work to improve things. InfoTrack's Lisa G. talks to one such woman to get her inspiring story. Lisa? Thanks, Chris. We are speaking with Nadia Lopez, who is the author of The Bridge to Brilliance, How One Woman and One Community Are Inspiring the World. Now, you are the founding principal of Mont Hall Bridges Academy in Brooklyn. Now, how does someone go about starting their own school? Well, it's not the easiest task, but during 2008, the mayor was a proponent for small schools. He had dealt with a lot of pushback around the charter school movement, and so he decided to create this district small school movement, which would allow potential principals to write a proposal that we would have to pitch to the Department of Education. I wrote out a proposal that basically outlined every structure of the school, from hiring, curriculum, all the way down to the culture and climate of the school. And so in 2010, I received a phone call advising me that the proposal was accepted and that I would be opening up the school for September 2010. Despite the fact that we are in one of the richest cities in the world, Brownsville is a community that has the average income is $11,000. 32% of our residents have a high school diploma. 14% have a bachelor's. We have the highest crime rate. We are the poorest community in New York City and have the highest health risks. We have a lot of mental health issues as well. But despite all of that, there is a sense of resilience because everyone who lives here has had to overcome many obstacles. Now, most kids don't want to go to school, and yet you're creating this environment where it seems the opposite is happening. Yes, our scholars are our clients. And so what are they missing? What do they need that's going to draw them to the school building? So in addition to the academic component, which requires teachers who are passionate and dedicated to working in a community like this, we also offer a number of extracurricular activities driven by the scholars' passions. So whether that's photography, web design, robotics, music production, dance, drumming, whatever they want, they let us know and they create those things in our school. We turn those into clubs. So our school day that begins as early as 7.30 for breakfast, 8 o'clock, the school day starts. The scholars can be here till about 6, 6.30 in the evening. It provides them with a safe learning environment. We have over 32 gangs in this community. So leaving just to get from school to home can often be a daunting task. So parents who are not able to pick up their kids at 3 o'clock, they know that their children are in a safe environment until the time that they're able to come and meet them. Because it's driven by the scholars, because there's a culture that says that they're wanted and they're honored and we call them scholars so that they know that this is a place that exists for them. Based on your experience, what advice can you offer to parents who have kids in bad schools and maybe don't have a lot of resources? What can they do? Parents have to be involved. Schools are bad because parents aren't often involved. It's a community. Schools are community spaces. So you have to occupy those spaces. One parent is not going to change the landscape or the systems that are in place. It requires 10 or more voices. It requires tenacity 
and the willingness to be an advocate, to go and meet with those elected officials and hold them accountable, to show up in classes and sit to see exactly what a teacher is doing, because oftentimes blame is placed on the principal. So as a parent myself, if I can't make it because of my schedule, my mom is my go-to person. So every parent should have a go-to person. Aunt, uncle, godmother, godfather, grandparent, extended family, whoever. Someone needs to show up in your place so that the school knows that you're also invested. Demand choice. Demand what you want because parents have more power than they know that supersedes even a principal of a school. Well, Nadia Lopez, thank you so much for your time. Nadia is the founding principal of Mott Hall Bridges Academy in Brooklyn and the author of The Bridge to Brilliance, How One Woman and One Community Are Inspiring the World. Thanks so much for your time and continued success. Well, thank you. For InfoTrack, I'm Lisa G. We're out of time for this week's show, but we'll return next time with another edition of InfoTrack. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitty. Internet services by Pair Networks. Visit them at Pair.com. InfoTrack is a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. Thanks for listening, and join us next week for another InfoTrack.